When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And here we go. Yes, indeed, it is Travis Rogers. It is Alex Sliwa. Travis and Sliwa is on for your Monday. We're here each weekday, 10 a.m. to 1 p.m. We begin nine hours of L.A. sports talk all day long. Did you download the all-new ESPN LA app this weekend? If you haven't, you better. Just search ESPN LA in your app store or Google Play. Download, tap, and bam! you got Travis and Sliwa in your ear, homeboy. Although today, the big C.Y. Clinton Yates is here. While Sliwa roams the desert. Apparently, Quinton was in a NASCAR car over the weekend or something. And he uses great facial products. I connected with Quinton last week about the face cream he uses. I need it. Meanwhile, what did Sweet Tea Travis Rogers get into? I was in Travis's neighborhood. He wouldn't let me in his house over the weekend. But producer Emily had a big weekend of fun and frivolity. And apparently an alcohol tasting and other antics we're going to get to. Let's get to it for your Monday. Travis and Sliwa with Quinton Yates right now. That Yates is in the house. I saw our faces on the billboard at the Citadel this morning coming in about the new app. Really? It's a pretty good way to start a Monday morning. You're driving in, you see your big mug on the uh, on the side of the road. That's a different experience for me. You didn't crash, me. you didn't swerve lanes, well, look, such I a mean, large <laughs> imprint of yourself. It was interesting because I'm coming up, I'm headed north on the five, okay. and there, the Citadel is right off to the side there. And you know, the billboards rotate, and all of a sudden, boom! ESPN app billboard comes up, the wow. new ESPN LA app billboard, and it's kind of got the headphones and a little mosaic yeah. in there, the one that we've all seen. Pretty excited about it. And then it rotates, and it's the same. It's the ESPN app. You should go download it right now. And it's kind of the home screen, and all, and all, and all I'm looking for is my own face, right. of course. So I find myself right there next to Sliwa, and I'm like, it's a pretty, pretty good start to the day. It's not a bad start. Love to look at yourself. Wonder if Slee's gonna see one of those on his way back from wherever he. I'm is. not sure he's coming back. He may. He may just. Decide Has anybody to be, talked to Slee? Not a peep. Not a so soul. This is what happened when he left on Friday, as he was kind of explaining his weekend. That he's gonna go on a on a journey to Joshua Tree, and he's gonna go by himself. He's gonna bring his dog. He's gonna go camping. He's right. gonna go for hikes. All he says. I said, Slee, here's all I want. And and Al and I don't send a million texts back and forth to each other over the weekends. That's just not sure, our jam. Just FaceTimes on the toilet. That's it. <laughs> That's yeah. it. And 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 I said to him, "Hey, I just want the one picture of you with like the desert horizon behind you. Right. Just the one. I just want to see what it looks like." Radio silence. Nothing. Nothing. Not a wow. So we. I mean, the thing is that I was listening to that on Friday, and he was explaining something that sounded like, you know, how like when you play fantasy football and certain guys win. And then other guys lose, and they have to do certain humiliating things. <laughs> That's what it sounds like Slee is doing as some sort of a vacation. He's going to the desert in a tent with a dog. Like, that's a lot of work, bro. It sounds like it to me. It, yeah. It, it does not sound like something I would do to relax. It no. sounds like a penalty. Wow. Are I, you, I, I wish him well. You don't strike me as a camper. No. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Yeah. I don't mind the woods. I don't mind being out. Among, but if, I better sleep in something that has a door and a roof. <laughs> somebody, and a toilet somebody needs system. to come through okay. something to get to you, right? Yeah. There better be a septic tank involved if I'm <laughs> going to sleep anywhere nearby. Now, when I was a kid, we used to go on these trips, you know, like middle school. I went to a small school. So, like, we'd go on these trips for bonding or whatever. Mm-hmm. I've slept on the ground before. It's happened. But I was 
was also too young to say no. And <laughs> it wasn't up to you. And too broke to leave. You know what I'm saying? So that's where that lies with me. I would not be doing that by design at this stage of my life. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. And speaking of the new ESPN LA app, make sure you go to yeah. the uh, App Store. You can go to your Google Play Store, download it, and it's literally one tap, and you're listening to me and Yates. You're listening to Mason and Ireland, Sedano and Cap. It is that easy. I could tell you all the different functionalities of it. I'll just put it as simple as this, Yates. It works. It works. You, you that's all that matters. It, it works. It works. Bro, one click, it works. You can't ask for much more. Good weekend for you? Very good weekend. Had a very California weekend. Oh. Went to a little bit of a beach party okay. on Saturday. Which beach? Uh, Playa del Rey Beach, which okay. I'd never been invited to as a place to go. Mm-hmm. But like a friend of a friend, influencer sort of situation in terms of he was just throwing like a beach deal. And like they had sort of like a an IG ad for it. So I was like, all right, I'll go. It's near my place. Mm-hmm. Sure, I'll pop down there. But when we got there, I didn't realize it was going to be like we've got a full PA set up on the beach with like the mixers and the whole deal, like requiring power sources, not just massive JBL speakers, like actual PA yeah. stuff. And I was like, oh, dear, this is a whole production. So there were some <laughs> there were some tech issues that might have come over. So, you know, whatever. It was fine. We had the blankets out. How many people are we talking? They're at peak, there might have been 100 people. That's a big party. It was a pretty big party, yeah. man. And there were people there that were famous people that I didn't know that were acting oh, I like love they that. weren't famous. <laughs> but then there was one person there who was acting like he was famous, who is kind of famous, who I'm not going to name yet, but I'm not sure that anybody's going to be able to figure out who it is. But let's just say that they were a R&B star of the 2000s is the easiest way to say that. Nobody you would notice off rip, but might notice from a couple of reality shows. It was DJing there, handing out party goods. Very interesting appearance for this person. I was like, oh, this is where your life is. So th- I don't know. Emily, maybe. Emily might be able to ID a 2000s R&B store. M- maybe not. Let me Taylor, find the best clue Taylor, I, I find that does not strike me as your genre of music, but you're a big music <laughs> guy. So maybe, maybe so. Would, do we have a shot with you? Maybe. Possibly. Okay, because I'm not going to be... You're going to drop the... And, will I know the name, Yates? Will, will I, you I, give me the person's name? Will I, I be don't like, oh, I've heard think, of them. I don't think you will. But he's he's more famous than I'm giving him credit for. It's okay. just that, like, from from what I recognize him, I was like, what is that guy doing here? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and why is he on the microphone? Has but, his fame expired? Is he, like, kind of past that point where... He, could he go through pavilions and no one's bothering him? Correct. Okay. Correct. He's not... Yeah, no, it's not, it's not, it's not looking at him famous. But I will say this. There was a point where he realized that at the party and pivoted very well. It was doing a, put your hands in the air. We're all like, dude, we're on the beach. <laughs> all right. Like, I get it that there's a microphone. And so what happened was when he realized that he wasn't exactly moving the needle, which, you know, no big deal. It was the middle of the day. There was a kid there and he pivoted to the kid content. It was like, hey, kid, what's your name? Blah, blah, blah. And the kid had a great time. And everybody cheered was the kid on. Was he just an attendee at this? Was he uh, emceeing this thing? Like, what's going on? He was an attendee that, you know, took the stage as needed, you know, your as a friend of the Your beach parties are different than mine. I see. <laughs> I see. I learned a lot at that beach party, though. So I'm thinking like a, a Yeti cooler with a couple of no. beers and some sandwiches, and you've got no. DJs and famous Bro, people it was, at your it was, party. It was unbelievable. And there was another person there who had their children there, whose husband was famous, who was introducing himself like he just worked at the deli down the street. It was, it was really quite the LA weekend. And then yesterday, went to the farmer's market. 
which is fantastic. Money microgreens. Taylor, you don't know about my microgreens game. You don't know. All right. I care a lot about microgreens. And so, yeah, it was a great day. So you used your in- Instapot, right? I saw I that. I used the Instapot. I yes, love I used, an Instapot I made some moment. Goat, uh, stew. Fantastic. Great work. I, I did a lot in the last two days, and I didn't even leave Did you get your goat at the farmer's market? I got my market? goat at the farmer's market. Wow. Yeah, shouts to him and his farms. There, you, was, you're uh, buying goat and microgreens at the, uh, the farmer's market. Dude, I'm not going to. LA. Listen, there are certain privileges that come with being the president of the local chapter of the Handsome Man community. <laughs> you get to walk to the front of the line. We did a little wine tasting at the at the farmer's market, too, right. which is an A-plus adult move. Just yeah. Great weekend. Yeah. Well, speaking of the uh, is the Handsome Man community. Is yes. That, okay. The local chapter. The local course. chapter right. of the Handsome Man community. There are already some Ask Yates's oh. on that. So <laughs> that's coming up at 1040. Well. Uh, We've got not Ask Slee, but Ask Yates. So you can go ahead and send those to me at Travis Rogers. You can call in as well, 877-710-ESPN. Uh, I think everybody other than myself had a pretty active weekend. Okay. I know Emily went to the Hollywood Bowl. Taylor went to to LAFC. There's a whole bunch of things going on. Taylor, you've never been to an LFC, LAFC game before, have you? First one, I gotta say those fans are the most passionate that I've ever seen. In Los were Angeles. you in, like, the Barra Brava or were you just, were you in the supporter section? Or I was not you... in the supporter section. Okay, no. so you didn't get any beer thrown on your head. <laughs> no. no. Okay, but I kind of wish I was in there because they, they, they had nonstop singing, dancing the whole time. No, it, it is, for people that haven't gotten a chance to go do yeah. it, it's really as a non-soccer person, I was blown away. Like right. that—that's not my lane. That's not where I live and breathe. But it was one of those experiences. Like that's pretty awesome. Just seeing how passionate they are about their team is is pretty extraordinary. Uh, being from DC, where DCU has been a part yep. of that for years and sort of started that kind of thing in terms of fan culture, and I was a season ticket holder there too for a while. Like I love LAFC is doing it as good as any team in MLS does it, as far as that's concerned. So I love to see that. I haven't been yet this season. I went. Uh, but I want to go, but, uh, I'm glad you liked it. You know yeah. what I mean? Because they, they, it's, it's a, it's a tough sell for the American sports fan who's not specifically soccer related. Not if, if you, you go, go to that. Right. If you go and you have a good time, it works. <laughs> it's it works a great stadium. Sure. It's yeah. a great environment. Everything. Emily was in the Hollywood Bowl. She, what else did you do? You saw a comedy club. You went to see a comedy show. You were by far the busiest person. She's on the phone right now. We'll circle back to her coming up in a little. She gets more done in a weekend as far as like events. I believe it. Than anybody I've ever seen. She goes, Oh, I did these three things. I'm like, but there was only two days. The like, the that's like a youth. month's worth of stuff. The fountain of youth. I do two things, and I'm on the couch for two days. I have By a friend way, in town. I, w- I had to show her off in Los yeah, Angeles. Even, even you have a friend in town like every week. I listen <laughs> to this show all the time. I feel like your side gig See, is an amateur tour guide, which is not a bad gig. I like picking up people from the airport. Horses? Yes. <laughs> oh, oh, my God. Okay. We found out about horses. She's horses. allergic to horses. I'm death. I'm deathly allergic to horses. I'm so, so, hold, on, hold on. Allergic to okay. horses? What does that even mean? So I am a horse girl, but never rode horses. So that just tells you about myself and my personality. But I uh, went, I've seen horses before, I've ridden horses. I usually break out in hives. I don't get crazy bad. So then I, my friend and I wanted to go ride at Paramount Ranch because she wanted to do something like Hollywoody and this is where they film like Western movies. Sure. So I get on this horse and I start sneezing and I'm like, okay, it's fine, whatever. And this is a big horse. The biggest horse they had there, they put me on. I'm like, okay, great. And so we're going. My throat starts to get a little itchy and weird. And then it starts to be like where I sound like the uh, the penguin in, in Toy Story 2, where it's just like, I was getting a little what? wheezy. And so well, then I get off the horse, and they ask me how I'm doing, and I'm like, 
I'm okay. Did you disclose the horse allergy before I, they put you on the horse? So Thank I, you. Thank, I mean, I had I, hives. I feel like there's user error here. <laughs> right. There was, but I never had it this bad. And I really wanted to go let, ride the horses. Right, let, let me just let me interject real quickly. Yeah. If there was something that you knew was going to cause you hives, are you going? No. Of course not. Taylor, if you knew something, if I go near this animal, I get hives. Would you go? No chance. No chance. So, but I like horses. Well, what? They, I, oh, there's so much. I this, love the experience. How are you a horse person that is allergic to the thing you are a person of? It's really hard. Like it's really hard on me because of that. <laughs> I really want to be this person, and though and my own body is just rejecting it. So it's the worst that had ever happened. We got in and out afterwards, and my whole face was red. And I'm sure that people thought I was under uh, the influence, but I would just I just, under the influence of horses. Right. Horse standards, and but. No more horses. It. Yeah, look, uh, it's like what? most of these <laughs> stories end with the question at the beginning, like, um, if you knew X, why did you go do Y and Z? Right. And it's always because I wanted to anyway. So, there <laughs> but you would go. recommend Malibu riders. They were great. Not she if you're allergic me. to horses. I would. <laughs> yes, not if you were allergic yeah, to horses. Like but everything else is fine. Bad plenty. All right. Uh, yeah. Go ahead. Good. Quickly, somebody yes. asked, was it Ray J on the beach? That's a great. Guess, and that's all I'll leave it at. I'll say that. It's is not, it, it was is not it an him. accurate guess? No, it's not okay. him, but yeah. it was very good in many ways. All right, well, we're going to figure out who uh, the, the quasi-celebrity <laughs> sighting that Yates had at the beach. The NFL draft is in the books. The Rams, they're better at this than everybody else. We'll get to that yes. in just a little bit as well. But you said something this morning we were talking to you. I said, I want to get into next. That while you're watching Winning Time, it reminds you a lot of what's going on in the Laker building Weird right stuff. now. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. That's it. Download, then tap, and then you're listening to Trav and Yates today, Trav and Slee, Mason in Ireland, Sedano and Cap, Dr. Clapper. TBD on Slee. Oh, yeah. Well, we'll right. see. I mean, somebody <laughs> said, and I don't know, I'm assuming this is uh, wrong, but somebody said they saw him on TV this weekend with Jim Hill. I saw him two weeks ago with Jim Hill. Did anybody He else? also did leave for Joshua Tree on Sunday. So didn't he say oh, it was a did, Sunday, Monday? Of course. Right? Oh, okay. Of course. See? So he was on TV this That's Because he wanted to Slee avoid the, the traffic and the people. Right. Slee would spend... An and I love Jim Hill, but that he would spend Saturday to go do that instead of getting three days with you. Like the whole idea of a long weekend is for a long weekend, He's a right? Not to just move it back a day. So what did Slee, Slee was on with Hill 
he was what was he wearing? This is important to me. Does he, anybody know? He wears. I've seen. Him, I don't. I didn't see him this weekend, but I've seen him previously. Tie. At, yes, suit okay. and tie. All right. So yes. All right. Just, Why is that important to you? What were you? What would have been something that would have made your? I don't know. Go maybe up? he's getting on the road, so he loosens it up with a no tie look. Maybe something a little different. <laughs> Tank little top, crew neck, <laughs> cut off jeans. Tank top Tuesdays. No, <laughs> maybe a crew neck sweater. Something you know, something to let people oh, know. Cash. Hey, I'm, I'm on the way up the, the road. You know you what I mean? No, I guess not. All right. All right so I, I mentioned this on Friday. I. I, uh, I am in the market for a used car. Sure. And as everybody knows, used cars are very difficult to find right now. <laughs> they are there and they're super expensive. It is a seller's market, so to speak. All right. I have a question for you because my wife looked at me weird when I made a weird face. And I want to see if you picked up on the same thing okay. that I did. We're meeting this person in a parking lot to, to look at the car, drive the car, etc. My wife and I were sitting there. We were there a few minutes early. The guy comes right on time. And comes out and says, hi, my name is, I don't remember, nice to meet you. Nice to meet you, too. The very next sentence out of his mouth, okay, the very, not no, there's no preamble. Sure. The very next sentence, you know, I just drove 1,800 miles. Now, okay, keep in mind why we're there. Yeah. What's the very first question out of your mouth? Where'd you come from? Oh, okay. Or that, where'd you go? Okay, why am I there? To buy the car. To buy the car. Did so you my that first car was that. Did you was it that, that car? car? Yeah, yeah, I mean, I was exactly. saying, yes, that was assumed. Right. That's what I said. I said in this car, <laughs> and he goes, "No." <laughs> like, then what the hell are you telling me that for? I don't why? care about why the would you bring story. that up? Yeah, I was I was so confused by the entire exchange. I just assumed you meant in that car. I, that that's why I'm like, okay, because to me, that's actually a pretty good selling point. Sure. If you just drove 1,800 miles in a used car, and here it is, and it looks this good, and right. it's not running hot, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, cool. No. Like, what, then why are we exchanging notes about our weekend? All I care about <laughs> is the car. This I don't, I don't running care. segments with Trav. It's small talk. Yeah. Like, what, why, why are we He's doing, doing full-ass sleep bits in like, the parking that, lot? You're but, Emily, it's not small talk. Small talk would have been, how's your weekend? Small talk would have been what lovely weather we're having. Right. I'm there to buy the car, and if the very first question or hey, nice to meet you, nice to meet you. You know, I just drove 1,800 miles <laughs> in this car. No, what the hell are we sympathy. doing? <laughs> Am I Does crazy? It, I, I, you're not crazy, but I do have a question, which is, how did you encounter this person? I know a lot of people buy things a lot of different ways now: Craigslist, Facebook Marketplace. Show me the Carfax or whatever. I like, think my wife this... found this on an app called OfferUp. I think, which is okay, an, another so place people where people offload post, stuff. Yeah, okay. it might have been Craigslist too. She she has a million lines in the water. She right. finds the cars and then we go look at them. Okay. Um, yeah, I, I, I was a weird thing to say. I think he was they, lying about you. not using that car. But yeah, why? Like, no, it's a good thing to say. Yeah, if the but car I feel ran like well. I feel like that was one of those testers where it's like, oh, what's this guy going to say? It's like, well. I'm going to ask you about it because this is all that's going on. What did you? That was a pass, I presume. It was it, the second he had finished the O in no, I was out on this guy. They they could they they could have offered Can't me the trusted. car for free, right. and I'm like, no, nah, we're done here. No, that's weird. We, we take the spin and and, and Susan drove it first, and she you? she says to me, "Do you want to drive it?" I'm like, "No, <laughs> we're good. We're 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 leaving. That's we're extra weird. It was hundred miles. Yeah, truck driver from no." I didn't ask because I don't there. care. Didn't get there. You, right. This is one of these things. The question would have been, had I said, did you, this car? Yeah. Uh, how'd it run? Great. How many, you know, there, sure, there are right. follow-up questions. Upon it. Yeah. Right. But no, 
No. Like, I was asking the weird question. And Susan's looking at me like, why are you asking him that? I'm like, it's the only question Because I want to know. Yeah. What else? I mean, who cares about where this guy's going? Don't offer it up if you don't want follow-up questions, dude. That's weird. You you make me feel a lot better. No, yeah. I I mean, again, I just assumed he was referring to that car. Which, again, very oddball. But, again, I don't buy things from people in parking lots. So I don't know what the typical (laughs) exchange level is. Okay, where do you go to get your... If you were in the market for a used car, where do you go to do this? I don't know. But I feel like a parking lot that wasn't a dealership is probably the last place. It was a grocery store to, parking to buy lot. buy a used car. So you went to Costco to buy a car? No. I feel like we Costco met, should sell cars. We met at the grocery store parking gotcha. lot. Like, okay. I, I wouldn't want him coming to my house. He obviously didn't no, no, want no, me going to his. No, no, I get that part. I'm just saying that, like... Let's meet in the parking lot at Ralph's is kind of how it was. <laughs> in this car? No. Wow. Like, he thought I was stupid. <laughs> that was I the mean, part that was so weird. If you almost bought a car off him that he just drove for 1,800 miles, that was a lemon. You might have <laughs> yeah. been the dumb one, but you figured it out, so... Fair enough. It's time for some straight talk brought to you by Straight Talk Wireless. Straight Talk Wireless. No contract, no compromise. You did watch, uh, I think it's episode nine last night of the Winning penultimate Time. episode, yes, sir. We got one more. And, yes. and again, because we know the story's 40 years old, we right. know how it ends. But Blue alert. I like I liked that episode last night. I thought it was good. I thought it was, this is going to sound weird. It was good because the best actors in the show had most of the scenes. You've got Sally Field. You've got John C. Riley. You've got these guys that are – they were the ones that were the, the focus of the episode. They were very good. Um, my man Wood, who plays Spencer Haywood, He's was great tremendous too. as well. But this show, I- I'm telling you, it's bizarre to me how week to week now – it's almost like winning time, losing time is happening right now mirrored to the timeline of events in this show. Like coaching debacle, can't figure out what's going on from a leadership standpoint at the top. Ding, ding, ding. Stars crossing over each other, can't figure out who's necessarily the leader of the team. Ding, ding, ding. Identity issues in terms of what the Lakers are supposed to be versus what people think that they were. Ding, ding, ding. It is really interesting. I cannot imagine what it's like to be working for the Lakers right now. <laughs> Honestly, and yeah. be watching this show, and not even from a personal standpoint, but just in terms of a cyclical element of like, it's not easy to do this. People forget this all the time, and I talk about this when I think about Lakers fans and how they feel about like what their expectations are. It's hard to win. It's not easy. Nobody is just good at it because they roll out of bed and they say, I think I'm this, I think I'm that. You've got to do so many things to keep so many things together to field a winning NBA franchise. I feel like if nothing else, winning time might have painted some people in a poor light. But it's reminded folks, it ain't easy. It's not. Just living in Los Angeles doesn't mean that it comes simply to what you should be doing. Think about it. I want to come back to this in a sec, but we were talking about this last week that the Dallas Mavericks are out of the first round for the first time in a decade. Oof. Okay, the first, and the Dallas Mavericks are a well-run organization to some extent with, yeah. with an owner that is committed to winning. Okay, that they've had very good coaches. That Rick Carlisle is highly regarded. Jason Kidd's done a good job with the team this sure. year. You have a legitimate megastar in your team. I get it, it's only three years, but you had Dirk at the end of his career at the at the beginning of this ten-year window. They've been out of the first round once, and that's how hard it is. That you got the star player, a good coach, a a, a city that is attractive to a free agents. Place, yeah, the tax haven, the Texas, all, all of these things would be attract. It's hard. It's to your easy. point, it's really hard watching the show. You mentioned some guys that have gotten a bad 
edit, so to speak. Okay, we've we've seen it more and more. And Jerry West is very displeased with how it is. I mean, I, I got to tell with you, that, by the way, but I, I'm fine that he's upset with yeah, it. That's I, what fine, I mean. whatever. Right. I, it, but my, every episode you watch, relative to what you've said, Yates, about what's going on right now, Jerry West looks better and better because you know what's coming. He has the eye. He's got the knack. He's got the thing that you can't really put your finger on. But right. I know how all these pieces fit together. I know how these pieces don't fit together. Is he an emotional basket case? <laughs> yes. And, and I don't think that's breaking news. He's no. been that way for a really long time. Maybe they're turning it up to it. But I think he comes out of it looking pretty good because he's the guy that's going to slam this whole thing together. And more to the point, he's the guy that's missing right now. They don't, And I'm not saying him specifically. If it was him specifically, thumbs up. But the guy that sees the whole picture and says, him, him, no, no, him, yes, no, him. That's the guy that's missing in this whole thing. Totally agree. And the conviction to the knowledge is key too this is what i think palinka's biggest issue has been constantly trying to flip this table to imply that you're smarter you put something together that worked keep it together it's too hard to do it once never mind twice never mind potentially thrice within the same three years i never understood that and that's a different discussion but it's unfortunate because you're right jerry west was a visionary literally He's put together a couple teams in this league, not just the Lakers franchise. And so when you look back on it, I do think it's a little bit unfair how he's being portrayed. But ultimately, we're not going to forget the truth. You know what I'm saying? And that's where I think you're right. Jerry West wins because, hello, Jerry West is Jerry West. What are we talking about here? You know, and, and, It's TV. Yeah. I, I don't, <laughs> this good is the show, part. It, it is a good show. And I think that the, the guy that's playing Jerry West is a good actor. He is. That, that it's just... It's TV. If it's just brooding in silence, that's not good TV. So that you guy's... need to throw something. You need to be crying right. in your underwear on the ground. We we get it. It's a television show. You need that... to break a trophy right. in the office. Right. right. You know that guy's not an American. Jason is it Jason Clark? Have you heard him talk regularly? Yeah. I, I did not realize. Where is that he I, from? I, I think he's. I, I think he's. He might be Australian. Okay. Or something. Or, I, I could be wrong about. It's like Shiv Roy Australian. on. Uh, he's Australian. Australian. Right. Like I saw him on a red carpet. I was like. I, what? Like, where did Jerry West off. go? Yeah, I was way thrown off because you know you expect a different voice. I didn't expect a non-American. Not that you know that's not a regular thing that happens now, but I don't know. That guy's a really good actor. So he, that show is really good for a variety. One great source material, tremendous. Number two, the actors are good. Yeah, like there, 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 there are a couple people that are less great than others, but the the floor is pretty darn high. That that the guy playing Magic is great. The guy that's playing Kareem. Oh. Every every episode that goes through I'm like I like Kareem a little more. I like Kareem a little more. He is nailing that. He's also another member of the Handsome Man community by the way, that actor, tremendous looking dude. He looks very good. Some might say he looks better than Kareem ever looked, but that's a different so, discussion. Is this like um Getting an, an invitation to the Masters, you don't ask, you just wait to Yeah, be yeah, yeah. I mean, it. listen, you know, you, you'll know when invited to the club. All right, there's a whole process. We have bylaws, there's a whole situation that goes down. But that dude is a central. How do I say this? He makes Kareem more likable in a strange way than I think he ever really was when he was with the Lakers. You know what I'm saying? People kind of respected Kareem for who he was, but like, I think that the leadership things that you kind of presume we're there. There were a couple scenes in the last episode that were just plain really good where the guy sits down with the team and he's like, bro, 
we got decisions to make. We got stuff to do. When you sort of started to understand the value of the real-life person, Kareem, through that character, I think a little bit more than anybody uh, probably ever did before in terms of, you know, if you weren't of that generation looking at it in real time. All right, so speaking of organizations that are run incredibly well, the Golden State Warriors yeah. are, are, are doing a thing that is not supposed to happen twice. It's not supposed to get another bite at it as quickly as they had the first handful of bites at it. That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710. ESPN. It's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Don't forget, we got Ask Yates coming up in about, oh, say, 10 minutes from right now, about sure. 1045. We got a little Ask Yates. We've got some good guesses coming in on uh, yeah. your, are we calling it a celebrity sighting? Quasi celebrity sure. we'll sighting? We'll call it a celebrity run in. Okay. You know what I mean? Sighting implies that, like, they were at some place that I was not. Yeah, you were, were at the gas on. station yeah, and you, yeah, you no, saw like, them. We were at the same function. Were, yeah, for sure. So. So yeah. that, that that sounds like you just want to make sure that people know that you're an important no. person, too. <laughs> There's that. But, like, that's why it was so weird is that it wasn't oh, even. Oh. I was there. <laughs> therefore, it is a not just some random occurrence. Clinton Yates was here. So I, I, mean, I need you all to understand that. <laughs> to be fair, that's what was so funny about it is that I was like, I, I, and this is a question I often ask sometimes when I go to functions and people invite me to things. I say, am I going to be the most famous person there? Because there's like an element of that. When you go to places, you don't want to do that. I didn't ask that this time. And I was definitely not. So didn't matter. Worked was it out. Cisco? Somebody wants to know on Twitter. No. decent. These are good guesses, just so you all know. I feel like if somebody stays on this track, they will get closer. I will continue to drop hints, but yes, that's a good guess. Not him, though. Was it Jodeci? Another guess on Twitter. <laughs> I get the bit, but Jodeci <laughs> related. This person is linked to Jodeci. So oh. that, that's not, yes, like real Joe talk. Decky? Jo See, I had See. I had to remind myself that it was the S sound and not yes, the C sound. Jodeci sound. Yeah. Um, I... <laughs> Jodeci is such a great poll. In the Jodeci universe, if you will. You know, right. so keep the guesses we're, coming. We're getting warmer, though. We're, we're, getting, we're, you're, we're, circling, already we're circling hot. the bullseye. Already hot. Did this person come up to you and engage in a conversation at some point? Was he as interested no. in talking to you? No. no. Not at all. This person had no idea who I was. And okay. I, I, to be quite honest, I'm not necessarily sure I would have recognized this person unless somebody told me who he was. He was clearly a famous guy okay. of some import, but I... You know, face recognition wasn't there for me. ESPN Radio is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. The Warriors win their opener uh, in yeah. Game 1, semifinals, Western Conference. Uh, Draymond gets tossed with a flagrant two, which to me felt aggressive. That 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 did not. That, the smack to the face, certainly worth one. Yeah. But the, the jersey thing felt inadvertent. It felt like it was uh, incidental. And 
I mean, simply put, Draymond tried to prevent him from dragging him down to the the, the wood. I did not think that was, I'm going to drop you on your ass. This was, a, I'm going to prevent you from going on your ass. Yes and no. <clears throat> There's a couple things at play here, which is that Draymond's entire attitude about discipline and about his actions has always been one of, I get the benefit of the doubt. Always. And there's a certain thing that happens with people who like don't understand how to accept responsibility, which is that if every single thing is always the benefit of the doubt, well, then at some point the instances add up and you say to yourself, why are we constantly in this position? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And at some point with Dre, I get it. You're in the course of a game. He grabs the guy's shirt. The guy goes down. He's holding on. He said, you know, what? get out of here. What are we doing? Why are you always involved in plays like this? You know what I'm saying? And like, I, I get it that each individual thing might not in itself be some huge disaster. But if it's constantly going on in this way, I think there's something to be said for referees who understand what they're looking at and they say, Draymond, please leave the court now. I I have a hard time. I I get the idea of the flagrant two. I get the idea of if you make a foul that is reckless and dangerous and has some intent behind, at least as my interpretation of it, is this did not feel like I'm trying to take a guy's eye out. This did not feel like I'm trying to drop him. This felt like I'm trying to foul him hard, and I caught him in the face, so I bought myself the flagrant one part of this. The second part of it is it just was a little unlucky. That there didn't there that didn't feel like there was a ton of intent behind the jersey portion. I don't need to label intent in terms of what I feel is recklessness. That's what I'm saying. I think a lot of times people infer, oh, well, if you didn't mean to do it, well, then everything is, well, so what, bro? You're out here doing things that could potentially affect people. You need to think about it beyond just the worst-case scenario consequence every time. That's, I mean, at least that's, that's how I kind of feel about it, if, especially if I'm on an opposing team. I'm like, yo, bro, I don't care if you meant to do it. If you can't seem to be able to control yourself enough to the point that you got to grab guys' jerseys that you've already knocked over, then maybe you should not be anywhere close to that to begin with. I thought it kind of revealed Yates, how well built the Warriors are. Yeah. They, they, by, by Draymond getting kicked towards the end of the first half, and all of a sudden you got to play the entire second half without one of your most important players. Um, and that they did, and that they won a game in, in a hostile environment against a team that played reasonably well. Extremely hostile environment. <laughs> yeah. And this is what I think everybody strives for. I think this is what Laker fans are hoping for that you can get something. I mean, look, you got to get a little lucky to get Steph and Clay and Draymond the, in, in the places you got him. You got to have a little vision to find those guys. You got to have some vision to build the support staff the way that it does. You got to catch, this sounds super weird. You got to catch injuries at the right time. So all it. of a sudden that you get a chance to go get a pool or a Wiggins or whoever it might be and make a trade and they handle the Durant. But that is about as functioning of a professional basketball team as you're ever going to see. And all the pieces kind of support all the other pieces. Whereas over here, it feels like it's just this shotgun approach. So let's just try something new every single time, which feels like the worst way to go about doing it. Not only that, they've had continuity in places, namely, I don't know, head coach that have allowed you to insert a culture that is repeatable. You talk about this in pitching all the time, repeatable motions. Mm-hmm. A lot of what the Lakers do are not repeatable motions for a lot of different people at different parts of you know the support system. And I think that the reason why we're talking about this, y'all, is because Laker fans – you want to see a franchise that's got some things together where expectations have been raised and are not going down? That's the Warriors right now. They run their operation better than pretty much any basketball team in America as far as professional ranks go. And they're realistic about expectations. 
They plug guys in. They've taken people that didn't work in other places. I'm thinking about Wiggins in particular. Like I am more. I'm almost more impressed with the Warriors as a franchise for longevity, just in terms of the quality of play and the lack of drama, as I am with necessarily the top side of what the yeah. best team ever was. You know what I'm saying? They're, they're remarkably uninteresting from a drama standpoint. <laughs> yeah. Now, now I, I get that the KD thing is drama. They're, they're, I don't want to say that it's not interesting, but it's not, what are, the hell are we going to do? It's yeah. never that. It's, no, we're going to do it like this, that they had the best team in basketball. That was version 1.0 of this. Add Kevin Durant. That's version 2.0. Then all of a sudden, Kevin Durant leads, injuries, and now that's three. And now we're almost at four. And to rebuild it as quickly as they did with all the – because, look, Steph is Steph. Steph is a transcendent guy. Clay's a Hall of Famer. But Clay's missed two full years. And they've built it back up again with basically the same core, with a very different supporting cast. That's the secret sauce. It's not, okay, I got my guy. I got my LeBron or I got my Luka or I got my Giannis or whoever the the tent post is. What do you put around those guys is the part that's going to make the difference, and nobody does the around parts better than they do. Jerry West, sidebar, big part of that with the Warriors for one point in terms of what he was. But here's the thing. Nobody's going to be shocked at the Warriors win the NBA title. No. Not a soul. And that's amazing for me to think about when even last year, two years ago, they were looked at as like, oh, man, the Warriors done. Steph's running around. They got nobody. And it was like, actually, they're doing something. And now there's much in the mix as anybody getting a huge road win in game one of the semis. I want to throw one thing in there, and we can come back to this after we do ask Yates. Asking your fans to be patient for a couple of years while you while you rebuild the foundation is not it's not a huge ask. No, you just because the Warrior fans realize, okay, you built this; it's not here right now. Give it a little time. We're going to rebuild it, and here they are all over again. Totally they right. weren't terrified of well, we got to go for it every single year. Take a little time, rebuild it, start over again. Make all a right. basketball team. Sort of. It is time for Ask Yates. Al is on his uh, desert wandering walkabout. Sabbatical. We're calling sabbatical. Um, <laughs> You're going that far. Refresh doing that the battle. That's Why a sabbatical. Leave on Saturday? I mean, the whole. I, anyway, they, the only thing that is not surprising is that that's what it was. That's true. That, that fits oddly perfectly. Maybe there's for some uh, mind opening activities he's going oh, to encounter. Really? Some, Perhaps. Some, some, alter, some alterations are being done. <laughs> yeah. You never know. Under the stars. All right, here's what we're going to start right here. It's from Darren Pollock. It says Which anagram of the Travis and Yates show best describes your chemistry together? Number one. Okay. I'm assuming these are correct. I have not vetted these for accuracy. <laughs> All right. Okay. Worthiest heady savants, half vastest newsy radio, okay. and three, what a hissed on travesty. I, I think the first one is best. 
I'm not a big anagram guy. I'm not worthiest heady savants. Savants I'll, is a word that I'm worthy savants. To. Savants, I'll take that. you know, I know a lot of stuff. Savant, I speak French. You know what I mean? Like that's. Do you really? Why? Je parle français. Couramment. All right. You didn't know that. Fun fact oui. about your boy. We. Oui. What? Merci beaucoup. We? No, you and me. No, I'm joking. <laughs> no. Yeah. Ooh, we like the magazine a million years ago. That's a totally exactly. Bad. No. That's yes, I speak totally French. So we can get there. that off the Astley list too. Yeah. Okay. Well, I didn't know if it was coming, but we'll see. Uh, Capitano, Matt. Why do you why do you keep rejecting Trav's application for membership in the Handsome Man Society? Oh, it doesn't meet the minimum income. Easy. <laughs> Easy. No, that's all I got. Wow. I don't know. I don't, you gotta, you I know, probably it's, don't. It's, it's, but <laughs> I, I thought this I was know. more of a, a face man thing than anything. And I, I realize I don't it qualify for that either. I was just making something up that sounded <laughs> official because I don't really deal with applications in real life. Like I said, I just... I think you should get stationary and I just, just randomly that would be mail it out to people. I can act like yeah. it's a real foundation. Like yeah. the, We're considering it? your application. <laughs> I didn't even apply. That's the whole point. We are considering... That's why it's under consideration. That's, that's exactly. right. We'll let you know. Yeah, it's like sure. a fancy country fun. Jason Levine, who is representing their character best on Winning Time? Wood Harris, who plays Spencer Haywood, Quincy Isaiah, who plays Magic, or Solomon Hughes, who plays Kareem? I think it's none of those people. I think it's Adrian Brody, who plays Pat Riley. That's the best character on the show. I, I'm, I find myself drawn to that particular character, mainly because I think also Riles' story... People forget who Pat Riley is, bro. Like... Pat Riley started on the Kentucky team that got popped by Texas Western. Yeah. Like he was on the team that lost for the first time. Five black players beat a team in the NCAA tournament on the national in the national championship game. Like he's lived a whole basketball life, and like I think that Brody, who's I'm not gonna say the biggest actor of all the people there, but kind of is him or uh, Sally I mean, Field. Riley, a big name uh, Sally, too. Sally Field's a big name, but she's yeah. playing a lesser character yeah. in some ways. John C. Riley, like Brody, didn't have to do this. You know what I'm saying? And he's knocked it out of the park. And I, I, this is weird. Getting back to the handsome man community. Pat Riley looks better than Brody. All yeah. right, you know what I'm saying? Pat Riley is a legit handsome man. Brody's playing a character very well that he doesn't just mimic from a look standpoint. It's not a caricature. No, it, it's, not at he's, all. He's embodying the essence of Pat Riley really well. I like, think Pat, so. Pat Riley's presence was what he was about. Now, the handsome man, of course, but it was much more Part about the way that he carries himself. Yeah. I, I'm not going to lie. Every episode, I'm hoping that we get the slick back. Oh. I know, I know, we had it in the shower. The, the one oh time, my god! And it was like it. this weird. It. it was so cool. Yeah. It was like when you. It was like an after credit scene. I was like, oh, <laughs> we're getting the flash forward to the real Riles. What are we doing? Oh, that part was so great. I forgot about that. Follow up: Would Mark Landsberger qualify for the Handsome Man no, Club? Absolutely not. <laughs> I like that guy's character. On, on I think name he's alone, had like two lines in the whole yeah. thing, but <laughs> exactly. he's nailed him. He's he's uh, he's doing absolutely fantastic. All right. Uh, let's see here. Let's go to this one. 805 Raider. Yo, Yates, what is your Uncle Rico moment? In other words, what is the greatest athletic achievement of your youth that you always refer back to? Uh, I don't do a lot of referring back to that because I uh, hang out with actual professional athletes, so that's not really going to track. One time I hit a game, uh, I hit a game winner. I hit a buzzer beater in a game to win uh, varsity year. Are like, we, we were, talking five feet? Did you, no, did it, was you get... half, it was about half court. Like, right. it, I mean, it, and it wasn't a heave. Like, it was a, sh- it was a it was, shot. I was the safety valve on the play. I'll never forget this. It was tied at 53. There's a buck point, 1.9 on the clock. And we had a whole play run for Eddie, who was our point guard. I was the escape valve because I was a three-point shooter. So I was the only one that was going to put it up from there anyway. They guarded everybody. I was like, hey, give me the ball. One dribble. Put it up. I was down on the other end. By the time it went in, the whole team mobbed me. It was awesome. <laughs> That's got to feel yeah, pretty great. good. It was fun. Yeah. I don't have any of those. So I like that. AJ in LA on the phone. Hashtag Ask Yates. What do you got, AJ? 
How you doing, fellas? Love the show. But my question is this. How do you justify the flagrant foul to by Draymond Green last night, but then you allow Chris Paul in the series before on his flagrant foul on Herb Jones to only be a flagrant foul one? I'm still mind-boggled over that one. Thank you, AJ. I mean, you know, I, I, I think there could be a lot more penalties handed out for a lot of things, to be honest. You know what I'm saying? But everybody wants to talk about how tough the league is, and so every time somebody gets called on the floor for something, they get it called back. I mean, you know, the comparative penalties is always hard. There's people whose whole job this is. It's not mine. You know what I mean? I know something when I see it. If it's foul, it's foul. I thought Draymond's play was just unnecessarily reckless. Once again, that's kind of that's kind of how I feel about it. He's not a dangerous player. It's just unnecessarily reckless a lot of times. These are the that that's a very basketball-y ask Yates. I like yes. uh, I like these better. <laughs> this is from Moy. It says Slee comes back and says he found Bigfoot. Does Yates go with Slee to the woods to see for himself, or does he pass? Hashtag ask Yates. Major pass, first of all. But I have so many different questions, though. First of all, what's Bigfoot's name? Is it a Harry situation, the Hendersons? <laughs> That's I need to know Yeti? what what the chalk talk, right, what the chalk talk was like with Bigfoot. Did he... Because, see, Slee's the kind of... sat down and played cards so with So this him. is what I'm saying. Sleeve's the guy that would see him. Bigfoot and not even take a picture. That's 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 my issue, is that I'd have trouble believing him unless I had some real details. Also, also is Bigfoot one Bigfoot, or is it a, seri- a species of Big Feet? Who knows? <laughs> yeah, right. The, what, what, the Sasquatch, the right? LeBron the movie. He played... What, what was that movie called, where he was the voice of the Bigfoot that was, like, the only one? You don't know that movie? It I was don't a kid's know movie. that movie. LeBron voiced it. I, I think Isn't he did. It called like the Bigfoot. I'll look it up. Well, yeah. What was it called? I, th- I thought LeBron voiced one of the. Are you? Are you? Do you buy Bigfoot, Loch Ness monster? No, any of I'm those not. Things? I'm not, not into not, that not realm of, any of, the, of, of aliens. The world. I believe in Smallfoot and other Smallfoot. That's the movie. Was Was LeBron not the voice of Smallfoot? I don't, I I just you found the movie. Don't even know. Watch kids movies. <laughs> what? You don't watch kids movies? I want to go oh, back man. to the aliens. Sorry. You, you I believe in foreign life for sure. There's no way, and this is me getting very existential here. Right. I refuse to believe that the best the creator could do is human beings on Earth. I refuse to believe that that's the top side of whatever we're doing on this galaxy. I refuse to believe it's the best. I don't, I don't disagree with what you're saying, but my, my argument for the existence of aliens is far simpler. They have them on video. <laughs> if you've looked at those naval Watch fighter films, right, that... that what is that? I don't know. No idea. Yeah. Right. Does no. anybody else know what it is? No. Okay. So what, what are we doing here? Take me first if you're listening. See, finally somebody <laughs> is on my side. That's... Like if this is when it starts, I, I, I want to be let, at the center let, of the let me Armageddon. Go. I'll go directly into your rocket ship <laughs> straight to whatever planet you have. LeBron uh, was Gwangi, by the way, in Smallfoot. So okay. we now we're solved that that's okay. mystery. But he was in the movie. Correct. Correct. Okay. All right. Nick Simmons says, we know Yates is a fashionable dude. I'd like to know if he wears Lululemon. That's from Nick. Oh, yeah. Well, I happen to, you know, be in love with a woman who works for Lululemon. So, yeah, that that works out, you know. So, yeah, absolutely. I have no problem. I'm a big athleisure guy Mm -hmm. in general. So, like, I went to the Nike campus last week for a story. And when I went to the customer, I mean, uh, employee store, yeah, that's all I bought was, uh, I didn't buy sneakers. I just bought like base layer stuff, like the sweats, shirts, Did you? Tights, okay, so I've done that, that trip. Yeah. I've done the employee store after party, so to speak. Yeah, I did. <laughs> um, did you max out the No, I didn't go insane. You? It wasn't the first time I'd ever been. So yeah. I wasn't like in oh my God mode, but they did have some pretty cool stuff. They had... Um, they had a lot of cool Dodger stuff that I that I did not take advantage of, but I was also tired. It was a long day, so I just got I got a bunch of socks and tights and 
You got to really stay in your shoes the first time you go. Oh, yeah. The first time I went, I I I lost my mind. Right. Unbelievable. One more here on the way out the door. Darb in the OC. Trav, when Yates is having a bad hair day, is he the type of person that continually tries to fix it? Or is he at the age where he says, screw it and moves on? I'm trying to think of the last time I had what I would qualify as a bad hair day. I mean, I just wear a cap, bro. Like, I mean, that's what <laughs> that's they're the cover. That's what they're there for. Yeah. I mean, I wear hats all the time anyway, because I don't, you know, I don't like people looking at me, but um, I'm joking. But I, I just, yeah, I just <laughs> I wear a hat. A bad hair day would qualify. I know, right? Sometimes you get swat them off. But a bad hair day would qualify as I don't feel like take like my hair is long enough where I don't feel like taking a shower uh-huh. to like even it out. I got to just wear a hat. So that's yeah, just I'm wearing a hat sure. today, even though the hair is I want to make sure that everybody doesn't just drive right by the, I have to swat them off. I, I, I was joking. Okay. <laughs> no, I don't just think say, you were. Say. That's why I like Element it as much truth as I do. Joke, you know? See, what you need to do is you need to just go mostly bald like me, cut it really short. No such thing as a bad hair day anymore. You know, just keep I, it speaking moving. of which, we had a great hair day. It was Mr. Carr at the draft. I you thought his hair looked good. Oh, I, I know, thought it was that, terrible hair. I thought that was a good look for him. That was It was no, Riley-like in approach, if you will.